What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Saturday, April 25th, man. Hopefully, all you guys are continuing to stay safe out there. Continue to practice social distancing, man. Enjoy yourselves. Pick up a new skill. Pick up a new trait. And stay safe, man. I know it's a couple of these states out there that are opening up, you know, trying to open up businesses to get the economy back on track and stuff like that. But please just know the coronavirus is still alive and well, man. If you go outside, please wear a mask, wear gloves, protect yourself, protect yourself from others. Um, and just please just know, like, do not try and spread the coronavirus. I'm not saying any of you guys are trying to purposely spread it, but we're trying to get through this as a whole, and we got to be smart about it, man. So please just do all the things that you need to do that you've been doing. Be smart, and hopefully all you guys are just staying safe, man. So I know this is a Saturday, it's a weekend. I can't even remember the last time I actually did a podcast on the weekend, but I just decided to take a break for the past couple of days, the past two days, just because I wanted to enjoy the NFL draft because I had a couple friends slash brothers slash homies that were actually a part of the NFL draft. And so I just wanted to sit back and watch those guys get drafted. It was a super dope experience, man. And if you didn't get drafted and you signed as an undrafted free agent to a team, make the most of all your opportunities, man. Season the opportunity. You know, some teams slept on you, teams passed on you. You just got to make the most of that opportunity but nonetheless it was great to see a lot of those players you know you know you know finally get their dreams finally do what they've been working hard their whole lives to you know get and stuff like that but with that being said though so let's get into our topics today so the first topic i got yesterday one of the only top ranked uncommitted seniors in the class of 2020 five-star power forward who goes by the name of greg brown the third committed to his hometown school of the university of texas in austin texas and again greg brown the third 6'9 power forward. He's from Austin, Texas. The past four years, he was at Vandergriff High School in Austin, Texas. He actually played for the Texas Titans, which is a team based out of Dallas, last year on the Nike UIBL circuit, along one of the best players in the nation in Kay Cunningham. And Greg Brown III actually put up some crazy numbers. Last year, he averaged 18.7 points per game, shooting nearly 60% from the field, uh, 1.2 assists per game, 8.5 rebounds per game, and 1.5 blocks per game. Now, if you don't know who Greg Brown the third is, he's honestly one of those players that he's a walking human highlight, highlight reel, first and foremost, but he'll dunk on your head. He's a super, super athletic type of player. Like, he's a different type of athlete. He's one of those athletes where it's like, you don't really question how his game is going to translate to the college level because it's a couple, you know, athletes out there, like basketball players that are just strictly athletes and, and rely strictly on their athleticism. And it doesn't really work out for him because you, sometimes you just can't play basketball like that. But with Greg, Brown, with Greg Brown's case, it's kind of different just because he knows how to use it to to really help his teams out and be as effective as he can possibly be, man. Like, he sh he's a great at blocking shots. He runs the floor hard. He lives above the rim. He's catching every single lob that comes his way. He's kind of developed a little bit of a post-game slash mid-range game. I think that's the, the next thing and next step that needs to take into his game to really help himself out and obviously, of course, be able to shoot the three-point uh, shot. But Nonetheless, this dude is a maniac on the court. Like, he is the type of player that just is every single where. Like, you can't avoid Greg the Brown third. He's just a different type of player. And so, with him committing to Texas, this is a big get for Shaka Smart and the Longhorns because, you know, a lot of people have been saying Shaka Smart has been on the hot seat. And, of course, you know, I, I don't disagree with those people because he has underperformed and underwhelmed ever since he's been at Texas, ever since he came over from BCU. And, honestly... When you get a player like Greg Brown III, it's honestly a big deal, too, just because he's going to come in and he's going to be, of course, he's going to be an immediate impact player, but he's also coming in and being 
alongside one of the best teams that Shaka Smart, actually the best team that Shaka Smart has had since he's been at Texas. This team that Texas is going to have next year is going to be super loaded in the Big 12. They're pretty much returning their entire roster from last year's team. They're going to bring back Matt Coleman, who's a senior veteran point guard. They're going to bring back Courtney Ramey, who's played extremely well in his few years for Texas. They're going to bring back Jericho Sims, phenomenal player. He's gotten better every single season. Andrew Jones, shout out to Andrew Jones, fought back after battling leukemia, beat leukemia, and he's back on the court playing Division I basketball. He played really, really well this past season. Jace Febris has played really well. He's a great three-point shooter. This Texas team, it's going to be really good. And it's another player who goes by the name of Gerald Liddell. I believe he's from San Antonio. He's a very, very underrated and undervalued player. I really think he's going to have a breakout season for Texas. So they have a really, really good team. Of course, Will Baker will be back. They have all the peace in the world. I really think they're going to end up being somewhere in the top four of the Big 12. I don't expect them to win it because, of course, you got Kansas. You know, Texas Tech should be good again. Baylor should be good again. I think TCU might surprise some teams. But nonetheless, this Texas roster is really, really good. When you add a piece like Greg Brown the third, it's a big boost in what's going to happen. I really think if Shaka Smart doesn't live up to expectations this season, and by expectations, I mean getting into the NCAA tournament at the very least, I guarantee you he'll be out of there. Like, I, I, I guarantee you. I think the only reason that he didn't get fired this past season was because the Texas um, athletic department knew that they were going to get Greg Brown III because it's pretty much been set in stone, to be honest with you. Even though, you know, Greg Brown III, he was considering going to Memphis, Michigan, Kentucky, uh, Auburn even was gaining traction in his recruitment. I always knew deep down inside that he was going to end up at Texas just because it's closer to home. Of course, it's not too far from his crib. Um, he's had a great relationship with the coaching staff since forever. I actually watched an interview um, that he did with Jeff Goodman, who's from Watch Stadium. Shout out to them. And he pretty much said, like, you know, wherever I was going to go, whatever school I was going to take. And he, he was even considering going to the G League and partaking in that same league that actually just got Jalen Green, Isaiah Todd. And I think he was offered like 400000 or something like that. And he said, Whatever route I was going to take, whatever city I was going to end up being in, my grandpa and my uncle were going to follow me there and live there with me. And he was like, instead of just going to a whole different city, I'm going to stay here. You know, my grandpa's getting older. The coronavirus is out here, so I might as well just stay as close to home as possible. And, of course, you know, Texas is in the same city that he's from, Austin, Texas. And so I just think it's dope, man. I'm happy for him. This is a huge pickup, man, I'm telling you. And, of course, you know, Texas has put out, historically, they put out some really good forwards in the past from Kevin Durant, Tristan Thompson, LaMarcus Aldridge, and of course, Shaka Smart, since he's been there, he's put out a big man every single year. He At first, he's gotten Jared Allen, who of course is going to be a big time piece. He was a, a McDonald's All-American, and now he's going to be a focal point in the future of the Brooklyn Nets organization, alongside Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And then the next year, he put out Mo Bamba, who of course, another McDonald's All-American, um, fantastic player of course he played for Orlando Magic now he's dealt with some injuries but he'll bounce back and then of course his past year he was able to find a diamond in the rough in Jackson Hayes who pretty much nobody really knew about he burst onto the scene 6'9 6'10 power forward versatile I don't know what and he gets him as a first round pick to the New Orleans Pelicans and I think he might have been a lottery pick if you don't if I don't if I remember correctly and Jackson Hayes was phenomenal so I really think Greg Brown III is going to be the next forward out of that lineage to come out of Texas and again they've had some really good forwards and I think Greg Brown is in the perfect place to develop. I think Shaka Smart is going to bring out the most in him, and I think he's going to expand every single capability that Greg Brown III has. So this is a really good pickup. Again, congrats to Greg Brown III and his family for staying home and going to the hometown school. I do think Greg Brown III will be an NBA draft pick next year. I don't know how high, but I just know his production value, you cannot recreate. He's just a different type of player, man. He's one of those players, again, even though he lives off his athleticism, 
he impacts the game in so many different ways. He brings a different type of energy to whatever team he's playing for. And I just think that's something that you just cannot recreate and something that you just have to have in you. And I think Greg Brown III is going to be a phenomenal player for the Texas Longhorns next season down in Austin, Texas in the Big 12 Conference. But moving on to our next topic. So, Steve Smith in Oak Hill. If you don't know who Steve Smith is, he's one of the greatest basketball coaches ever, you know, on any level. I know he's only coached, for the most part, high school. He's been at Oak Hill Academy for like 40 years, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. He's produced players like Ty Lawson, Rajon Rondo, Kevin Durant, Carmelo Anthony. He's produced a whole bunch of players out of that Oak Hill program. Recently, you've had Keldon Johnson. you got Cole Anthony, Matt Coleman, who plays for the University of Texas right now. Quinn Cook, who ended up going to Duke and winning a national championship. Of course, plays for the Lakers now. Steve Smith is a legend bona fide. Of course, Oak Hill is all the way out in Mouth of Wilson, Virginia. It's pretty much a school in the middle of nowhere. So really, all you got to focus on is your academics and basketball. You don't get the you know distractions of everyday life like girls and drugs and stuff like that. So pretty much you're just isolated. So if you go there, you're really committing to your craft. And so he actually is going to get one of his best backcourts that he's ever had. He's gotten two dynamic, spectacular, uh, highlight reel, different type of players that he's ha- actually headed to have to go to Oak Hill. And so the first player is going to be his point guard next year. And he goes by the name of Dior Johnson, who's from the state of New York. He's bounced around to a couple of different high schools. I believe he started off at IMG. He moved around. He was trying to go to Finley Prep and then Finley Prep closed. It sounded like he was going to go to Hillcrest Prep. And then ultimately he spent his sophomore season at Mayfair playing alongside Josh Christopher out here in Los Angeles. And so he announced that he's going to transfer and go to Oak Hill next year. And really this is a big time thing. And Dior Johnson, man, if you don't know who he is, well, first of all, you know, he's an internet sensation. He's deserved it. He's one of the most crafty point guards I've ever watched. And of course, you know, New Jersey and New York are infamous for putting out, you know, just spectacular point guards from, you know, New Jersey got, you know, Rod Strickland and Kyrie Irving. New York, you got Mark Jackson. You got Stephon Marbury. It's, it's a big time list. And they just always put out creative guards. And Dior Johnson is that next big time creative guard. He's put out some moves. He's done some moves in games. I just have not seen before. Like he's a different type of player. He's got the Euro step down. He's got a one-legged fadeaway in his game. Of course, he got the floater. His finishing package is ridiculous. And the thing I like about him the most is he just has that dog mentality where he doesn't like to lose. Where he's just saying, like, I lace up my shoes just like you do. I'm gonna go at you and I'm gonna make you pay for it. Just because you want to guard me, I'm gonna break you off. And Dior Johnson is just a dog. And he actually committed to Syracuse back in February. He actually committed to Syracuse in the Orange Man on February 7th earlier in this year. And so, of course, he's got to spend two more years in high school before he goes and play uh, for Coach Bayheim in the ACC. But nonetheless, going to Oak Hill, I think, is a great move for him just because, again, he's bounced around to a few different high schools. He's been all the way across the country when it comes to high schools. I hope Steve Smith is able to keep Dior Johnson there and just let him focus on high school and basketball and just finish out his career there, his high school career at least there, because, you know, I don't want to see him keep moving. I just think he needs some, you know, a, a cool situation where he can just be Dior Johnson. I really think this is a great move for him. I think Steve Smith, again, a great coach, and him getting a guard like Dior Johnson is special. And then his backcourt mate and his you know soon-to-be teammate is another player who's actually getting recruited by Syracuse. I don't know if he's going to end up going there, but he's actually from New Jersey. More specifically, he's from Ewing, New Jersey, and he goes by the name of Zion Cruz. Now, if you don't know who Zion Cruz is, Right now, he's about a 6'3 point guard slash shooting guard, but I do think he's going to continue to grow because, you know, of course, he's only like 15, 16, if that. And so Zion Cruz, though, 
actually played last year on the Nike UIBL circuit for PSA Cardinals, which is a phenomenal program based out of New York. Zion Cruz is a special, special player, man. Like, he looks like an NBA player at 15 or 16 years old. I don't know exactly how old he is. I do know he's either 15 or 16, but he's a special, special player. You know, every single dribble that he takes is a meaningful dribble. He loves to get to his spots. He has an excellent mid-range pull-up. He's great again to the rack. He'll dunk on you. He's a phenomenal player, man. I really like his game. He, he has a. He kind of reminds me of CJ McCollum, even though I won't say his bag is as deep as CJ McCollum, but he, that's exactly who he reminds me of, when, especially when C, CJ was at Lehigh. They kind of have the same game, and really, he's probably more of an explosive athlete. Zion Cruz is just a phenomenal, phenomenal player, man. He has offers from um, Syracuse, DePaul, UConn, Pittsburgh, Miami, LSU. I actually watched a highlight of him. He was actually uh, Coach Calipari of Kentucky and Coach Huggins of West Virginia were actually at his game watching him. So, honestly, again, if the coronavirus pandemic wasn't taking place and the EYBL circuit was continued um, to play as it was uh, originally scheduled, Zion Cruz would have gotten so many offers, and he's still going to get all those offers nonetheless, but it just sucks that he's not going to be able to display himself this summer because he was going to blow up on the national stage playing in the EYBL, which is the best league for, you know, summer ball, you know, AAU ball. And he's just a special, special dynamic player. And you pair him alongside Dior Johnson, that's going to be one of the best backcourts that Steve Smith and Oak Hill has ever had. And again, Steve Smith has been there for probably over 40 years, and he's had a whole bunch of NBA players and a whole bunch of Division I players. This backcourt is going to be must-see TV every single game. I guarantee you, Ball is Life, Hoop Diamonds, all these outlets, they're going to be at their games. Ballers Visions, whatever. They're going to be at their games because this tandem is going to be super fun to watch. And, of course, Oak Hill is losing a lot of talent. They had, you know, K.K. Robinson. They'll still have Jalen Ricks, who's in the class of 2021 out of Arkansas. He's a really good player. They're going to lose some players. But nonetheless, when you get a backcourt like this, that's a phenomenal, phenomenal thing to do. And, of course, you know, Zion Cruz actually transferred over from Hudson Catholic, which is a really good program in, in the state of New Jersey. They produce players like Javon Quinterly, who, of course, graduated and went to Villanova. And, of course, he transferred now. He's at the University of Alabama playing under Coach Nate Ost in the SEC. He'll be eligible next year. Um, they also had Luther Muhammad, who ended up leaving um, and going to Ohio State. And, of course, he just recently transferred. He's headed to play at Arizona State and Bobby Hurley next season. And then they also had Lewis King, who actually ended up going and playing for Dana Altman and the Oregon Ducks ends up leaving after being one and done. And, of course, he's fighting for a spot in the NBA now. So, you know, Hudson Catholic is a really good program, but I think Oak Hill plays on a much bigger scale. They play on a national schedule. They're playing against the best, you know, day in and day out. And I just think it's going to really, really take not not just Zion Cruz's game to the next level, but also Dior Johnson's game to the next level. Because, again, they play on a national schedule. You know, that they're going to try and do their best to get to the Geico uh, National Finals, which is pretty much the premier tournament. It's an invitational tournament where they get the top eight teams in the country and they play against each other. And whoever wins pretty much is announced the best high school team in the nation. I think this is a phenomenal pick. I mean, I cannot wait to watch this duo. They're going to be super, super fun to watch. Dynamic duo, creative duo. And really, I'm pretty sure they're already friends. I actually seen a picture of them together. They were at some type of game, watching the game. And so they already know each other for the most part. And so it's going to be super fun to watch those two. I cannot wait. It's going to be must-see TV every single time that they step on the court together. Steve Smith did a phenomenal job of recruiting because these two players are definitely it. Dior Johnson and Zion Cruz, 
must-see TV. Believe me when I say that, man. But as always, shout-out to Nuts and Bolts Sports, man. I'm a college basketball writer slash journalist slash blogger for Nuts and Bolts Sports. Featured a whole bunch of other great writers slash bloggers slash journalists. I know you guys out there are craving, dying, and drooling for some sports content and some sports needs right now. Trust me when I say Nuts and Bolts Sports has all that for you from NFL draft coverage to future NBA stuff. All your sports needs, believe me, Nuts and Bolts Sports has it. They are at Nuts and Bolts Sports SP on both Twitter and Instagram. Please go give us a follow. Help us expand our brand and get it out to further reach. But I'm also, I'm a podcast. I'm on their podcast network for Nuts and Bolts Sports alongside a whole bunch of other great podcast creators and content creators. So again, please go follow us. That is at Nuts and Bolts Sports SP on both Twitter and Instagram, man. But as always, y'all stay safe out there. This has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. That's how we share, grow, and expand the podcast. You guys be safe out there, man. I will talk to you guys soon. Enjoy your weekend. Hopefully, all you guys get a chance to watch that last dance documentary. And just be safe, man. I'm praying for all you guys. As always, peace, love, and blessings gone.